0: <laughs> That's so it right proud. That so now. proud of you, dude.
1: <laughs> Look at me. I'm holding myself back. Yeah.
2: Banana.
0: Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick.
3: And I'm Amanda.
0: And we and don't have an Emilio today.
3: No, we don't. But. It's-
1: He's currently living his best life right now with my uh with my aunts and uncles and my mom and dad and uh in Hawaii. So, yeah. Hope he's, well, he's having a lot of fun.
3: He's Wait, doing did, good. I'm sure. Did he's they doing not
2: good. invite you?
1: I did get invited. I just don't want to spend 5 grand to go to uh Hawaii for 4 days or 5 days.
2: Jesus, that's a ton of money. You know the real reason,
0: Nick. You're so committed to this podcast. You said, no, I couldn't miss an episode.
1: That's honestly what it was. Yeah. It's really, yeah.
0: Amelia, on the (laughs) other hand, was just like,
1: see ya. Oh, yeah. You know, he doesn't care anymore.
0: I don't think he actually ever cared. Yeah. So we are remote this time. We're not recording in the studio. You could probably tell because it sounds like shit. So sorry about that. (laughs) We'll be back in the studio next week.
1: See, Bobby Bobby is actually casting from an empty garage, also known mm-hmm. as
0: house. Yeah, from uh, a tin the... box.
3: Yep. <laughs> I'm in a, a tin lever. box around the corner, uh, but yep. with a lot more stuff.
1: And decorations. <laughs> you yeah. know, like a normal person.
3: Uh, kinda. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Although my favorite thing from Bobby's, my favorite thing from Bobby's home cam is his shoe cam. And it's like always nice to see that Bobby's got like shoe drip the fucking best
0: yeah you can you can see a lot we were talking about this before the episode started but my camera is a very wide angle so you can really see a lot in my
3: <laughs> you can see its video. whole apartment this is the whole Pretty thing that's all. Yeah. that's all it is
0: yeah
1: it's it, speaking of like camera qualities and like angles and stuff i saw a meme the other day it's like when you're in your online college class and one of your one of the female classmates has a 4k camera for no reason <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you're like,
1: mm. <laughs> it's a little weird.
3: <laughs> she just needs it for work. That's all. Yeah, she just needs both it. Both hustles. Work. Yeah, both hustles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I've got a bit of an announcement to make for everybody at the top of the show. Uh, we are definitely doing DLG Con. Uh, it is happening. It is going to be more official. Uh, starting next Sunday is when I'm going to release, and you can buy your ticket uh to to stay there. So what we're doing is for September thirtieth, which is a Friday, to October third on Monday this year. We're going to be on Lake Travis in Austin, Texas. Uh all of us right now on the show are gonna be there. amelia and Sam are gonna be there. There's gonna be a bunch of people there. So definitely uh keep your eye open. You can find out information on Discord and you can join our Discord using uh our website and which is dlgaming.net and then um in the discord there is like a dlg con uh, channel that you can check out and look at and so things are pinned that's where it's going to be and so like i said next sunday when we record the next podcast that's going to be when it's released and you can purchase your tickets they kind of range from about 250 dollars, like a spot to uh to probably about 450, I think, if you were to get a range, but there is a document, there's all the information that you could find there, and that will be released on Sunday.
0: Yep, and if you don't know what DLGCon is, it's basically a big get-together with all of us, and we mostly play a lot of tabletop games, video games, PC games, of course, but uh, it ends up being a lot of tabletop, a lot of magic, and it's a real good time, so if you can make it, definitely be there
3: absolutely we've got we're gonna be on a lake this time so there'll be lake activities and there's a pool and a hot tub and it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome
1: sounds like a all fun right. time to me shit and i'll be there this is the first dlg con i'm going to
2: yeah is is weed? what's the status of because i was just in jamaica oh
3: it's illegal as fuck yeah no, oh it's illegal not, as fuck yeah,
0: okay. yeah. minimum nine. 10 years in jail no what? No. really? I don't it's, think it's, It is rough in Texas. <laughs> they actually now, shoot but... your legs off.
2: <laughs> shoot days. your legs. You'll uh, never smoke weed with legs again.
3: They throw um, you out with the hogs. No, no. Yeah. Uh speaking of hog, what they do have a lot of that's absolutely phenomenal is barbecue and good music and just cool shit. So it should be an awesome time.
2: But no weed. trade offs everywhere. I guess there's trade offs wherever you go, right? So. No weed, yet. Okay, <laughs> or at yeah, least yeah.
3: we legally cannot say there is. <laughs> okay,
2: legally there's no weed there.
3: Legally, there's no weed. <laughs> there's never
1: been, and there will never be weed.
3: There. Mm-hmm, exactly. We're all good, good uh, agnostic people, right? Hashtag agnostic <laughs> yeah. on our uh, channel. That's what we're selected as. All right, but uh, all right. moving forward because this is a video game podcast, so get into <laughs> it with on the radar, which are games that have been brought to our attention uh bobby if you want to lead it off because you've got quite a bit
0: i do have quite a bit first one i'm going to lead off with is called trek to yomi and this game i'm a little conflicted about it looks amazing it's got this black and white um samurai movie style and it's a side scroll side scroller game um but i'm always a little wary because all these side-scrollers look amazing. Then you play them and the mechanics just aren't really there. So I don't know. But it really does look incredible. I mean, this looks like Seven Samurai right here. It's just uh, a lot more cinematic. Even games I'd say like, oh, this is cinematic, they don't really look cinematic. This one does. It looks very much like a movie. Uh, so I was just kind of struck by that. Um, they don't really go into detail on the Steam page on what exactly this game has uh i think under the bullet points they list like uh uh like some sort of innovative gameplay but they don't say exactly what that is um but yeah and it's good like a stylish combat based on um, like samurai combat so i don't know it, it could be all right but i just thought it looked amazing
3: it looks cool and i like that it's i mean the whole game seems to be what in black and white which i think is kind of a cool concept but they're using light in such a way that's really showing everything going on Mm -hmm. right and i think that's pretty cool coming may 5th
0: yeah yeah may 5th uh i don't think they have a price yet oh they do have a price okay it is 17.99 right now on sale but like I said, this game could come out and the gameplay could just not be there. I've seen that happen too many times where something just looks incredible and then it's just not fun to play. So hopefully it is because it would really it really be nice to uh, have the graphics match the gameplay. Um, published that, by? Oh yeah, published sorry. by uh, Devolver oh, Digital.
2: Yeah, probably gonna, you know, hear all the dice on there. Might More often than not, a pretty good roll. So I don't
0: know. Yeah, and Flying Wild Hog is listed as one of the developers, and I'm trying to remember what they made. Shadow Warrior, that's right, Shadow Warrior. That's why I recognize that developer. Um, And I was a big fan of the Shadow Warrior game. So, yeah, hopeful. I'm hopeful. All right, who's next?
1: I think this reminds me a lot of Ghost of Tsushima, by the way. Um, Because, like... One of the things that you can do when you play Ghost of Tsushima is play in cinematic mode, and they make it black and white. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this reminds me a lot of it. So
0: I really yeah. hope this. I was actually just thinking old samurai movies, like Seven yeah. Samurai or something. But I don't That's know. I'm movies. always a little. Uh, I, I don't really like the whole comparison of like movies to video games, though. I, I feel like when they try too hard to make the connection, it it just
1: doesn't Even really serve any, any art purpose.
0: Styles? No, just when they start using language like a cinematic experience, it's like stop trying to make video games movies. I yeah,
1: know. no, Bob.
2: That's... that's just because you're a bit of a, a cinema uh, aristocrat, right? So, just... a, am I?
0: I watched it's a lot of last, I check my letterbox man. <laughs> I've reviewed over seven thousand movies. <laughs> uh, I watched a lot of movies, but they aren't good. Most of them are. <laughs> They're all French.
3: Well, he's a. I don't know. I guess instead of a foodie, you'd be what? A sinny? That sounds kind of weird, though. <laughs> Tina, it's, uh, it's, you, know, you
1: like sinning or you, you like movies? Which one? A sinny.
3: Or a sinny. A sinny yeah. In- well, that's, that's a word. Well, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: All right, Amanda, what's Star Citizen? No way. In 2021?
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I never knew about Star Citizen. I know that it's been in alpha for like eight years and that a lot of people have gone in and out of playing it. They did release just a big patch and it seemed to kind of fuck shit up. I went to play it. (laughs) For an hour today, and it was, like, a massive patch, and then, I don't know, from what it sounded like, my friends were struggling to, like, get it to consistently play, so clearly still fucking buggy and a lot of shit, but, like I said, it's the first time I ever have honestly heard of it, so I played it just a little bit for about, like, an hour or two um, with my friend Socom, and it was- it was- so awesome and definitely kind of game breaking buggy, but like just so fucking cool. There's so much stuff uh, that you can explore and see, and there's all these things that go into it. I like that it's a like realistic simulator and it's as realistic as one could be of like flying around in space. So I thought that was really cool, and it definitely was more fluid moving through the atmosphere than even like No Man's Sky is these days. Um, and so I don't know. I'm really curious and hope that this can actually develop but it's not promising when it's taken eight years and it's still an alpha so i would like to hope that this though will become fully fleshed out because there's so much potential in this game and it is just so cool and i like how realistic in ways it was like i went to get into an elevator uh to take me up to or to take me from outside of space into the ship and I died because I wasn't lining it upright, and I kept essentially just smacking <laughs> my head into the side of the ship, which in real life, if you did that, you'd get a concussion and break your suit, which is what happened oh wow and so yeah so i love that i thought that was so fucking cool but at the same time seeing as it was a bug that launched me into space in the first <laughs> place i was kind of like this is hilarious but at the same time what the fuck <laughs> i was just minding my own business in the ship next thing you know i'm getting smacked around like outside and trying to hurriedly get back in and just die like that that's goofy but it's so beautiful like there's this massive uh city that you start out in and you can take trams and trains or whatever from one part of the city to the other and just visually it is uh one of the most top-notch like space games i've seen graphically and visually but it's got a lot of work still for sure um but it was cool i don't know so it's on my radar because i'd like to come back and keep playing it but i did play it enough to know that it's got so much promise to it still just what's the uh...
2: Can we do a Nostradamus here? I mean, I know everyone's asking this question, but like, we're here right now, definitively. What are the chances Star Citizen releases? And then we'll play this episode if it does or doesn't.
0: Are <laughs> you <laughs> talking about a 1.0 uh, release?
2: Yeah, 1.0, it's out. They say, yep, this is the game, the M- space MMO you've all been waiting for.
3: I think it'll be in 10 years. <laughs> 10 years. You think 10 years? Yeah, in 10 years not a total okay. of 10 years. I mean 10 years on top of the 8 that it's taken to get to it now. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Christ. So 18 years, yeah. This Ooh, will be yeah, a multi-generational me. game not because of something great like the Star Wars franchise, but because they just I don't know, yeah. take fucking forever to develop it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you have a number, Nick?
1: Uh I think we're going to see it like like Christmas time next year. Wow. I think it's going to be like Star Citizen finally doesn't implode on use and you know here we are like i i don't i don't think we're gonna see it anytime soon
0: i mean the okay. game's in a playable state for the most part i i played a little bit of it it is um, daisy yeah.
1: was in a playable state for four fucking years and it never got an official release until another three years after that
0: yeah i mean it's one of those endless works and project uh, works in process works in progress Ooh, oh boy <laughs> all right nailed it on the third time um, I'm going to split the difference here, and I'll say five years. We got ten years. We got next year. I'll just say five. One of us has to be right there.
3: There we
0: go. <laughs> is it? Is it? Uh, uh, price is bait. right rules.
3: Yeah, sure. Why not?
0: <laughs> what is the
2: Price is Right? <laughs> Never make... mind. I don't. I don't have to know. I don't. Don't get into it. Um, right, what's yeah, in,
1: you
3: know,
2: weed... Loot River. What are you looting? What are you looting in this river?
1: Oh yeah. So Loot River is a. <laughs> I was like Loot. Ri- I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh yeah. It's my game that I put on there. So Lou Rivers is really cool top-down um, roguelike, dungeon crawler roguelike. Um, I saw a streamer play it and he was describing the game as like a mixture of a live puzzle game along with like the Binding of Isaac and some other um, like other roguelikes that
2: require like quick time events and stuff. Wait, did we talk about this? The Tetris fighting game? Did we? It seems familiar. familiar. Okay. Whatever. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> Go on.
1: Um yeah, so it looks pretty interesting to me. Um I think it's something that it comes out in fucking two days. Um it seems to be a finished project. This is something that I think would be perfect for the um the handheld. What's it called? Steam the, collect? The steam uh the steam deck. Like it, I think it's perfect for that. Um, and the reason I say that is that it's a game that requires like quick movements and everything, but it's a small play area. Like as far as like what area of the screen you're looking at. So I don't know. I, I, I think the game looks awesome. I think it's a game that I would play, uh, once it releases. Um, I just want to see the price as well. Like if this is more than $20, I don't know if I'd spend that on
0: it. All right. No price just yet comes out yeah. in two days may 3rd correct mm-hmm. hmm. all right okay i've got another one here my time at sand rock so the title of course sounds like my time at porsche which is a game that i have i they gave it out for free on uh, epic Games, so of course i got it but i have not played it yet and i really need to because it is uh like a 3d adventure um stardew valley i know Chi played it for a while i think she enjoyed it uh but i've always meant to check out my time at porsche they've had a bunch of dlc for it but it looks like they're finally making a completely new game called my time at sandra which looks to be the same thing but it takes place in the desert this time uh maybe mm-hmm. there's a few more new things about it i'm not sure
3: awesome pretty
1: cool i like the uh i like the
0: animation quality on it Mm-hmm. I do too, and I think it's cute. Yeah, it looks good. You know, I enjoy those types of games. Um, I I pretty much hit a wall with uh, Stardew Valley, though. I achieved just about everything I'm going to do in that game. But uh, this one comes out May 26th, not too far away, and it is going to be in early access. No price point just yet.
3: Why did they
2: choose the desert? What do you raise in the desert? Cattle? What else? Thanks. Eat. Cacti.
3: Oh, heat, cacti, prickly pear. You raise prickly... prickly pear so that way you can make prickly pear margaritas. That's why.
2: Okay, that's the that's the end game of my <laughs> Sandra. That's that's the
3: <laughs> a bunch yeah, of thorns. Really well, what you're what you're basically growing, dude, is uh, an endless supply of metal. So that way, then you could just cr- build a bunch of shit. Cause see, yeah, they're mining a bunch of stuff. That's what you do.
0: Now this game does have online co-op. Does My Time at Portia have online co-op? I don't think it did. Is that a new Mm -hmm. development? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know anything about either one of these games. Okay. No, My Time at Portia did not have online co-op. Oh, I guess that is a big feature in this new game.
2: Awesome. Look at My Time at Portia. It's so nice and green. You can grow turnips. I don't know. I'm just not sold on the sandy part of My Time at Sandrock, guys. I, I I don't know. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I'm saying that because you come from the wooded area where everything is green, man. Like, I feel that, but there's desert magic, all right? Just like they say in Dune, okay? Desert power. There's desert, magic. There's desert, <laughs> desert power. Magic. There is! There is, dude. Hey, there real. really is. Don't make fun of the desert! Yeah. Well, it'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny one. Will, so... The desert will
1: fucking kill you. Everything about you it. do
3: not care. Um... Yeah. Yeah, so speaking of things that will kill you, uh, I put Vampire, the Masquerade Blood Hunt on my On the Radar. This came out on April 27th, so recently it's got mostly positive reviews, and it's a free-to-play battle royale, but it's one that's a bit more—there were elements to this that kind of reminded me of— I know, it's not Left 4 Dead. Wow, I can't believe I'm blanking on this. Uh, Anyway, uh, whatever. Back back 4 Dead. (laughs) <laughs> mm. <laughs> no uh, but you can like climb different sides of the building and kind of do more of like a stealthy way of killing everybody in this battle royale but I really love that there's a lot of customizability you can uh, there's different swords and guns and like just different ways you can go about it you can sneak around in the shadows and then just like rip people's throats out as they walk by and all kinds oh. of shit Hunt this pumpkin game,
2: town hunt pumpkin town it's
3: That's not hunt pumpkin town no <laughs> it's like it's not dead by daylight it's uh, I don't, you know what? I I'm blanking. I can't believe it. It came out in February, the second one. Uh, dying we all thank you, Dying Light. <laughs> it's like Dying something. But anyway, there's elements of like hopping over shit and climbing things that bring me kind of back to that, but in a battle royale setting. I think that that's really cool, and the fact that this is free, that's dope. They have supernatural powers that you can have. Uh, I don't I don't know what a lot of them are. I just know that there's quite a few, I guess, and so that's kind of neat. And yeah, this game looks very fascinating to me. Very like gory and violent, but pretty fucking fun. Now, what's well, that free to play. The time it
1: says require a third party account, and then it says shark knob? That's pretty cool that they do that now.
3: i huh? mm-hmm. hmm.
0: yeah. <laughs> Haven't heard of that. Okay. All right, I got one one more here. I was hesitant to put this <laughs> put this in the notes, but I thought I'd do it anyway. House of the Dead remake. So if you were, if you're old enough to remember this in the arcades, House of the Dead was one of those games with the guns what? attached where you shoot things. I love those games. I played so much Virtual Cop, Time Crisis, Area 51, all that stuff. What was your, what was your favorite? Uh, definitely Virtual Cop 2. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Mine was but Time Crisis
0: 2. Oh, yeah. And they made a lot of that. Time Crisis was the one with the pedal, too. That one. That was yes. pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a nice feature. But uh, I just played so much Virtua Cop. And I played a lot of Area 51 as well. But uh, House of the Dead, I I played a little bit of it. And the reason that this game was always significant to me was this is the very first game I ever pirated ever in (laughs) my entire life. I downloaded it from an FTP server. This is how long ago this was and uh i was so paranoid like i loaded the game up played a little bit of it like looking over my shoulder as if the cops would bust in any moment and then shortly after deleted it out of fear that i was going to get caught <laughs> so i always whenever i see this game i always think of that um
1: they gonna say shortly after the cops showed up and i'm like oh <laughs> god they
0: did show up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, they they kind of redid this game not too long ago in a, a great game called typing of the dead where it's uh, you know you practice your typing you type words and they shoot the zombies there um but uh i always yeah you wouldn't steal a car would you <laughs> you wouldn't download a car you would uh, that's what it is you wouldn't download a car You wouldn't download a car bump
2: on chicken what was the metal music in the background of those commercials oh it I sounded so epic yeah you know. it did like, you wouldn't steal a car. And I was like, well, maybe I would. I'm sure it was
3: that, funny. like, James Bond-esque kind of thing, though. Like, that, that vibe with the music. Do you remember that? I, I think remember it, was... it
0: being, like, early 2000s, like, that weird mix of, like, metal techno thing. That's what I remember from yeah. the
2: commercial. Yeah, like yeah. it was on The Matrix or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. God. No, thank you.
3: No, thank you.
0: Oh, we got it? We got it queued up? We okay, sorry. It? Just oh, yeah. briefly, it's if it's Okay. <laughs> okay piracy
2: it's a crime oh we can't hear the audio
0: oh you guys can't hear no. fuck that's sad wow had us queued there, up and everything there goes all my hopes oh my dreams. god there's oh. like a little siren in the background it's like it's so cool <laughs> oh i guess the stream can't so we can't yeah, so yeah, if you can. want to play it so everyone else can hear it
2: oh yeah everyone else can hear it but We're just imagine you wouldn't steal a handbag
1: <laughs> you know what there's plenty of people that would
2: Okay, sorry. You wouldn't steal to... a movie? Well, uh, yeah. I'd steal a movie. I like at the minimum I would steal a movie. I don't know about a handbag. That's like that's like someone's property, but Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: like somebody's property.
0: Uh, I was surprised at the price that they put this game at though. House of the Dead remake for 22.49 seems a little steep. You can get a bundle deal with the remake of Panzer Dragoon. You, uh, are nostalgic Ooh. for that game. Ooh. Yeah, but that's, um, I haven't that's heard quite that a bit game more. A
1: while.
0: Yeah, it's been a minute. But yeah, okay, so that's all I wanted to bring up about that. I was surprised to see that remake, honestly.
1: It's pretty interesting, to say the least. What about games that you guys did play this week?
3: Oh, you mean, like, some of our yeah. highlights? Yeah, of course. Ah, oh. well, I'll get started. I, uh... I went down Memory Lane and played a little bit of some Death Road to Canada. Had to use it off of Parsec though, which is like a third party thing of sharing your computer with like other people in order to play the remote play oh. kind of shit. So, and honestly, uh, I don't know if it's, I I mean, I know my laptop, and I've been talking about wanting to get a new computer pretty soon. I don't think my laptop is that horrible, though. But according to Parsec, it's absolute trash, because uh, (laughs) I struggled to play Death Road to Canada. And I was like, really? Yesterday I played Star Citizen, and I can't play (laughs) Death Road to Canada today? Well, the graphical
2: fidelity on this game is pretty intense. (laughs)
3: Yeah, it's it's right. too much to handle. That's just like Binding of Isaac, too much. But no, oh, so <laughs> um, but no, it it was great to just even play with other people and being able to have four of us all playing this locally together, even though we're all remote from each other, you know. And I just I love Death Road to Canada. That game is so great because it's just it's all the elements of Oregon Trail that I love, but all of the like brut- brutality and ridiculousness of the Binding of Isaac to me. And so I just. Um, Oh, I love it. I love it on Switch, which is how I played it, and um, playing it on the computer is pretty great too. I don't know why I had such an issue with Parsec, but I did. So if anybody has any great tips, I would definitely appreciate that. But it was still a lot of fun, and it's still still a game that I definitely recommend because uh, Death you... Road to Canada is just good fun.
2: Did you get to Canada?
3: So, yeah, did you get to Canada? I kept disconnecting and reconnecting, so a lot of it was was that I was just watching uh my buddies, uh, Tagloro and then his friend Joe play. And they straight up made it to one day until Canada. You typically oh, get no. I think it's I want to say it's like 40 some day i can't it, you do start off with quite a long time until you're going to get to canada and they made it one fucking day and they had to deal with a siege and they just they were all fucking dying and they all died very slowly <laughs> oh no <laughs> they i was like oh no <laughs>
2: So what happens when you get to canada do they just let you in are we <laughs> Yeah, because like it's the zombie yeah.
3: apocalypse. Yeah, so you get but, in and it's all... I actually... Can't... No, I'm talking out of my ass. I don't truly know because I always, I always die within five days of Canada. It's sad. <laughs> I'm just oh, saying. you don't know good. that Canada
2: exists
0: for sure. It might be like a problem, but it's fine.
1: <laughs> you get there. It's even worse.
0: <laughs> like, oh, I'm surprised Steam Remote Play didn't work for you. I haven't heard of that having too many problems.
3: It's so weird. It was so weird to me, dude. Yeah, because I'm just like I really don't think my computer's that bad. Like I just it just chugs a little with VR, but it's a laptop, so of course it does. But it it should have ran Death Road to Canada.
1: <laughs> don't don't worry about it, Days. There are people that get the PS5 to uh, completely shit itself
2: with uh, Binding of Isaac. So that's true. Yeah, fourteen bucks. Is that worth it?
3: I would argue, so to me, I think it's well worth, like, a Nintendo, it seems like a perfect console and, like, Nintendo Switch game when you have a bunch of people, because it is that couch co-op that's fantastic, so if you can get a bunch of people to play it with you, then definitely, but I also feel like it is just fun to have. I think, I think $15 is the max I could pay for it, but if it goes on sale for, like, 10 bucks or cheaper, just fucking pull the trigger. Definitely worth it.
2: Nice. Hmm. Okay. I was gonna play with you guys, but when I saw you all in Discord, I—I uh, I had already. You're already time, in Canada. You don't need to. I was there. already in. <laughs> didn't need True. to go.
3: True, but I mean, maybe you wanted to do a road trip with your good best buds from Florida to Canada, though. You know what I mean? Like you'd be basically going home. You fly out there, zombie apocalypse hits, hits, and then you know you make it back home safely, and then your buds, you save them. That's-
2: that sounds like a fun go. time. I had already taken And you should have popped so. in.
3: Sorry. Uh, I, well. I, sorry, you know, I uh That's true. That's
2: I'm a true. busy guy over here, you know. My people will get back to your people and we'll go to Canada mm-hmm. together.
3: Just like about Catan, I got it. All right, yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a very exclusive man. <laughs> All,
0: right. All
3: right.
0: I had what, a pretty good week. week, Bobby. Um I played a lot of stuff actually. I got a lot of gaming in. Some of it good, some of it bad. So I said I wasn't going to play uh, play back for blood anymore, but I did. Uh, kind of <laughs> hitting, running into a wall here on uh, Act Three and Nightmare. Man, it's um, it's rough out there. Have not been able to get a good group going in quick play. Really got to experiment with the cards more and just figure stuff out. But um, Amanda graciously gifted me the Tunnels of Terror DLC. So now I can check out the new characters and don't have to rely on other people to uh, get into the hive. So I'm excited about that. Although I'm having this weird connection problem and I'm hoping it's just like a thing like, oh, the uh, servers are down or something. But uh, I, I don't know. I'm getting this thing where I can't sign in and connect to my profile server, whatever that is. Uh, Hmm. So it only allows me to play in offline mode. So I don't know. Hopefully that fixes itself. Otherwise, I've tried to look it up, of course, you know, on Google and all the fixes are bullshit. But um, we'll see what happens with that. But I did get to play a lot of Sea of Thieves this week and uh, really enjoying that game. What I'm noticing about Sea of Thieves, it's it's a commitment. It's a real-time commitment. Oh, yeah, very much so because you got to run back you go out and you do the quest and you got to run it back you know so most people go out there and they do a bunch of quests and they got a big haul, and they take it in and they cash in at the very end um i get and you could do it the other way around you know run out do a quest turn it in but you're really just adding a lot of extra mileage and an act, uh, a lot of extra time um but yeah that I, i've been having a good game or a good time with that i can tell like it's going to be a long relationship with sea of thieves i i really do enjoy that game i'm just i'm at a point with it where i don't really know a lot i'm hopping into games and people are like are you a pirate legend i'm like well huh. i mean i'm no legend but uh i don't know I but i, feel like I can really... shoot a
1: gun at a skeleton. <laughs>
0: So, uh, apparently that means i've later figured out that you have achieved rank 50 in all the emissaries or whatever they're called um correct. and then that enables you because they just have like a new season or whatever where there's a new emissary called athena i i think emissary is the name for it but i could be messing that up but there's a new one called athena that everybody wants to do so uh you have to be a pirate legend in order to do that and um yeah, when people find out that I'm not, they're pretty quick to leave the game. So <laughs> they're know. like, uh, "Get the fuck out!" Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been having a good time with it, even though I've had some frustrating runs, and I'm still kind of figuring out the game. Um, so, I mean, if anybody wants to teach me, I'm out there. Let's do it. See of thieves. I should I should Before hop on when
1: you play this. Fun. I mean, I me and Leslie can probably play with you. Yeah, I I I, I I was actually like. Three or four levels away from being pirate legend, I just needed to get the shipping company um like rep up to fifty, and mm-hmm. it's like the most annoying one because you're just transporting chickens and shit. But me, yeah. and my friends used to play Sea of Thieves so much.
0: Unfortunately, mm-hmm. my progress did transfer over from Xbox to Steam. I was real happy about that. uh okay. And yeah, man, I can see it takes a lot of time just to uh, uh, build up the rep with those. Uh, different factions
2: but um i'm kind of grind fun is it like or is it a chore to get to 50
0: no i mean
1: now it isn't it it used to be a chore because you only have three mission types but now it's just it's like there's actual a lot more content like i I played day one yeah there's so much to do now there's
0: so much to do i mean there's these uh veils and tall tales and like just all these different things you can do it's just it all takes a lot of time and that's where I'm running into trouble. I would really like to check out one of the bigger ships. I, mean, I feel like I got the sloop down, the one to two person boat, and I played a little bit on the the next step up. I think is the galleon. I'm not sure. Maybe that's the biggest. The
1: galleon's one. the biggest one yet. That's the four people. One. I think. Yeah. Okay. I
0: th- unless they added a new one. No, that's the biggest one still. I, I haven't played on that ship yet. I'd like to check that one out.
1: But it's a. It's definitely a it's definitely like a team game at that point. You're just like,
0: yeah. And it's yeah. tough when you're, you're queuing up with randos, you've got a better shot of just joining a sloop with one to two people and just getting one person who's down to see it through for a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. But when you try to get four strangers together, like that's, uh, that doesn't happen very often. People, people leave real quickly or, you know, stuff happens. I think, yeah. This, if you have three
2: of your friends a- a- on a ship, isn't this like the funnest game of all time? Like people tell stories where it's like they were actually on a pirate ship in real life, you know, like because of the open world and all the stuff that you can run into and the PVP with other people come past. You know?
0: Yeah.
3: It's like last if it lines up right. Yeah.
1: There, there's a bunch of things now that so like back in the day, uh, PVP was really subjective. Like uh, it was incredibly difficult to catch up to a ship if they just got any sort ahead of you um and so now there's a bunch of things to prevent that from happening or not it's not and they're not really cheap either like one of them is like a chain cannonball where like you shoot and then it shoots like a harpoon into the other people's ship and the, your ship attaches to theirs and the other thing that people were asking for for like so long was the ability to shoot people's masts down which uh which is like what holds up the sails and now like the combat is way um Just way more fluid, I I guess you would say, and it's it's a lot less.
0: Well, they added the Reaper thing too, so you can run a flag on your ship and get extra bonus points with with that faction. But it also puts your icon on the map and basically paints a target on you. That Uh, that sounds fun. Yeah, so a lot of people do that because the rewards are pretty ridiculous. But um, you know, does it it does lead to a lot of action? You can expect to. get attacked quite a bit
2: more i, I played so long ago uh, do you still like just respawn on your ship in 10 seconds that's the thing i didn't really like like you're in pvp and then people just like keep respawning think, and keep respawning.
0: Mm, i think you it's do, but in 10 seconds um yeah but if your ship sinks then you don't obviously
1: the other thing is that i think there's a new thing now that you can prevent people from spawning um, like it, it, I forget what it is, but yeah, like I said, there's something that you can use to prevent people from respawning, like you can delay the time. And I, I'm i pretty sure that they also implemented the, um, the what is it called? Oh my God. Like, isn't there a thing to revive people now, too? I can't remember. Well, you can there's, revive
0: people. Like, if they're knocked down, yeah. you have a period of time where you can revive them before yeah. they disappear. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's been, I I think I played the game right when it came out too. And I was like, eh, it's not, it needs more direction. It needs more things to do. And it needs like, like more clearly defined objectives and all this stuff. And it has all that now. The game's expanded so much. It's really in a good spot.
1: That's what I, I look, keep hearing. And I I, I want to get my friends to play it. Um, I don't know. I might join you. Me and Lizzie might join you.
0: <laughs> all right. So. Let's do it. See you thieves i looking forward too. to uh, Bobby
2: getting legendary pirate just tattooed right across the forehead, both eyebrows, you know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, funny enough. I, um, so I played some squad and we're talking about playing games with friends. Uh, um, man, did I experience like a glow up story for one of my friends? Uh, so he like, in the beginning, he was, like, really intimidated about the game. He's, like, the one that got me to start playing again because he asked me to teach him. And uh, he got, like, really intimidated about the game. He was like, ah, oh, it's kind of hard. Like, it's very detailed. There's a lot of things to learn and everything. And I'm like, uh, you, know, you, you know, you're more than welcome to return it, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll give it a try, right? I come back, like, six days later, and I haven't played with him. And he's like, I've been playing every night at least, like, two to three hours a night. And he's like, I figured everything out. And, like, I play a position, or when I play this game, I play, like, the heavy weapons guy, which is known as a hat, or the heavy anti-tank guy. And he's like, that's my favorite position now, too. I love it. And he's, like, blowing up tanks left and right, and I'm, like, just, like, shedding a tear a little bit. I'm just like, oh, God, I'm so proud. Like, it's it's nice. That's, that's too bad he's I mean, playing the
0: same position as you, though. I mean... Yeah.
1: So it So that position actually it's really complimentary. So we will switch off on who plays it. So in this game, um, being a normal person is actually still somewhat supportive. So everybody can res everybody, right? You just have two bandages. Um, however, when it comes to a rifleman, because what he'll usually do is depending on what country you're playing as a standard rifleman can have like a site, like a forex site and he's like, I can't play this game unless I have a sight. Um, but as far as a Rifleman, what you can do is if you follow around a hat, you can drop a bag of ammo down, and they'll have more rockets to shoot, uh, like, you know, vehicles and stuff. It's, uh, it's actually, like, it's something that when you play with randos, it doesn't really happen unless you get somebody that's, like, really juiced to play. And uh, they'll actually, like, listen to you and stuff but most most things in this game, like if you shoot like a tank like a main battle tank like an abrams or something, what ends up happening is like it requires way more than just one or two like rocket launcher shots so if it's you and like an and a uh and a and a rifleman, then it kind of like levels the playing field a little bit but once again it just like everything takes time everything takes like uh supplies and stuff so it's uh it, it's fun. This is this is a game that I ended up playing with. Who did I end up playing with in our community? I think it was like Diddy and a couple other people, and they actually
3: liked it. So nice. Yeah. Very nice. All right. Um speaking of nice, titties are nice. <laughs> and uh <laughs> I played I played a bit of some Tales of Nadia because you guys were like, somebody needs to uh finish this game and i didn't realize how much of a task that was because i put in almost eight hours and it's are you telling me that
1: nadia is hard to finish
3: yeah dude she's super fucking demanding whoever she is i still don't even know (laughs) i haven't (laughs) haven't even met her but i'm looking for her treasure that's for sure (laughs) so Uh, I don't know. The game's interesting. Uh, Where I'm at with it is I have to get a kayak and kayak (laughs) across the river and it explores and opens up a whole new region of this game. And I'm just like, how long is this game? This game is so long. So it's going to take me a while to finish it, but it's fun. And um, I don't know. I enjoy. I, I still enjoy playing it. The puzzles are pretty solid uh and the gameplay is just fun so i don't know and i'm so
2: the gameplay is fun game <laughs> it play. is it is fun. well
3: like it is well it is like with the, <laughs> with the different um puzzles and shit and um just kind of like the crafting in it like you start memorizing like oh okay if i wanted to make like an alloy shovel like i need to gather these things <laughs> um the so is it are you telling me like this part, is
1: like a porn minecraft like you're making shovels and shit like what's going on here
3: <laughs> i'm crafting yeah i'm crafting and i'm making i'm making like rock bombs to blow up and open up different parts of the game so that way then i could take two girls and fuck them in it like it's wild
2: (laughs) (laughs) whenever we talk about this game like we never like this actual sex scenes is the worst part about it i feel like you know it is
3: yeah it's like i'm almost kind of like okay skip through it like i want to get back to figuring out where this treasure came from (laughs) <laughs> who's Nadia? And how the pirates left here? And who's Nadia? Yeah, well, I just like fuck okay, get Nadia? all this, get all this porn shit out of here. I'm done with it. I'm done getting this weird like masturbation thing from the doctor. I'm ready for the caves. I'm ready to explore. So I don't know. I still enjoy it, but it's taking so long, man. It's just like damn. Eight hours in, and maybe twenty uh-huh. twenty. What's hours.
0: what's the time to beat on this game? Can we look that up? <laughs> I think last time we looked it up, it was forty
2: hours. But I'll 30? look I'll look it up again yeah that, Jesus
0: Christ yeah.
2: almighty
3: yeah
2: I, that's also a number I just might have made up main story 24 and a half hours oh my god dude. yeah that's so long, what?
3: That
2: that is a long game. Oh, wait, I don't insane. think
0: that's the right game oh, wait, wait. <laughs> here. sorry not is that was the prequel here. You might yeah. Treasure
3: of uh, I don't think Google
0: wants to show you this. You may just nope,
3: have to go. Okay, ahead. I got it. I got it. The main story takes thirty hours. If you do the main and extras, then it's thirty-five hours. And after all styles, roughly on average, it takes people twenty-two and a half hours to beat the. Or sorry, thirty-two and a half hours to beat this game.
2: Jeez, oh, is that counting? Y- walking, watching hours. all the shitty sex scenes though. Like you can skip them pretty quickly. Oh,
3: that's a good point. Okay, well here we go. They even have that. They have. Uh, <laughs> On this, I'm looking at how long to beat with or without porn. Well, how com shows that a rushed play through the main story is thirty hours. A rushed play through the main story plus wow. all the little extras is thirty-five hours. So it's five hours of porn is what that tells me.
2: Did, did this Jesus. game need to be this long?
3: I, don't know. I, I want, really don't I think
1: want to so. know how much money they've made. Like, I honestly want to know, like, how much money went to development. Like, what's their profit margin for this game?
3: Probably
0: a shit ton, dude.
3: Probably. You know, we should get They're on the Twitter
0: high. and say, hey, we need a GDQ speedrun of Tales of Nadia <laughs> this summer. That's
3: right, yeah. Because I need to know what the hell is happening with Nadia, dude.
0: What if, like, you know
1: how like, there's like. <laughs> Never mind. That was a terrible joke in my head
2: terrible joke
3: and claire am i ever gonna get to fuck claire she's like the redhead Lara croft
2: i don't think so <laughs> i probably know probably not they have a bunch of porn games nlt media people the next one is the genesis order it looks like another harem uh game. i feel like that's every porn oh, yeah. game like, i yeah. don't
1: think porn games are just like this is your this is your <laughs> wife it's like here's your harem of 80 ladies <laughs>
3: No, but they do have interesting story and shit <laughs> in the like, oh, yeah, man. Like, he, the main character is fucking the mom and the daughter and he's telling the mom, like, we should stop doing this because I really like your daughter and this doesn't seem fair to her. And then the mom's like, oh no, she's fine. I know you're giving it to her good, so she's happy. I'm like, what? <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ.
3: Oh, it's uh, it's great. I approve it.
2: <laughs> it's... Great great storyline. We're here for the story. Of yeah. I'm here of Nadia.
3: For... Well, you know, I'm going to look for the story. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and there's yeah. It's a train wreck, but man, I am here for it. I'm sitting there with my popcorn being like, what the fuck is this goofy ass <laughs> thing? You know what I mean? Like, it is great.
2: <laughs> this is the so goofiest dumb. shit I've ever seen in my life. Bobby just looks so embarrassed right
3: now that he's <laughs> yeah. on webcam
2: and we're talking about Treasures of Nadia. Like,
3: yep. Yep, we are. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Welcome to reality. Well, it won't be the last time we'll hear about this game, I'm sure. No, no wait till they I'm come out to... with Treasures of I'm Nadia not, I'm 2. Not,
3: yeah, well, I'm not talking about it anymore until I finish it, so it's going to take me a while, but uh <laughs> wanted an update, because that was some of my highlights. <laughs> that and Demio, I'll just get into that. I played Demio as well for a while, and this game is great. The books are going to be coming, new books are going to be coming out soon, I don't remember when and i think it's two of them but honestly there's so much content there for the first three books that you get with uh demio and it's just a fun game with friends and i love playing it with different people and different groups of them because everybody does have kind of like a different play style and if i play the bard then it's very much like the same healer trope of you've got two buddies that are going in opposite directions and you're just like wait baby come back <laughs> Don't leave me yeah like, i have to i have to buff you, but no um it's such a such a fun game, both in v r and just the p c edition it's total d and d and I just love it. I love playing more of it and if anybody wants to play it, you hit me up because yeah, this game's great.
2: I saw you guys oh, yeah. all playing that in discord too was there any sick moments
3: uh there was a lot of just moments of trying to keep everybody together. <laughs> like oh, was it was, was like hurting money. cats yeah but it, you know what though it ended up working out like i don't remember anybody like getting massively fucked up and dying like we did always end up coming back to each other so it worked out fine but it was like yeah it's just funny when that kind of happens and only when you're the bard because then you're just like well all right i guess you don't want to buff peace out
1: <laughs> you know what's funny is like this game reminds me obviously of like real d d and like i think we had one of our like best sessions last week like yesterday um does the character customization for this like is there any at all or is like you just play no set not characters? really
3: you're uh, playing the set characters but you know what i'm finding the best of this game is just how there's quite a few of us and i've seen a, a bunch of different people do it of actually like role-playing and getting into it which makes it for very fun and, and like feeling like a D session that has less of a commitment Uh, than D&D would but you get to have that kind of element if you like and if you are somebody that's more theatrical and shit to like have fun and role play with these characters that are already designed and so it's been a blast with that
1: I want to do that with Bobby and like Vermintide when he plays the dwarf like that that's (laughs) what I want to (laughs) do but we'll see um this game looks awesome man every time I see it it just looks like a work of art like the like how everything works and everything so
3: yeah, and Demio really has this way of making you feel like you're genuinely in in the basement of like your, all your friends playing a board game with them you know um which is so cool because yeah if you like glance out and like zoom out your camera you can see like arcade games in the background and like darts and it just feels like it's a game room and in vr it's even more obviously immersive and shit which is exciting and cool i haven't been able to see if you could actually like play your friends in darts and shit though but we don't even want to do that. It's like, we got Demio, you know what I mean? Like, let's run a dungeon. <laughs> like, that's what we came here to do. We're not yeah. here to play fucking darts. Like, go to the bar, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, um. but yeah, I love this game. Demio is awesome. Fucking
2: great. I'm, I'm going to pick this up. I, you intrigued me with the group role play. You know, sometimes I think combat is the worst part of D&D. Most Mostly, unless you have like a really creative group of people yeah um but I, if I you're saying you guys really are role-playing I'm, I'm in
3: well because yeah. what we started doing like tag laura was with me when we were doing this um if you were the bard and you sang like a little riff to somebody to inspire them like you really need to sing something Oh, and that's so, awesome. Yeah, so like we start so you start creating like as if you are hanging out with your friends and obviously this d- depends on the kind of friends you got, but I d- I have noticed enough people have this game that it's it's fun playing with different groups of people. And um yeah, like the singing element of just adding that as a requirement is just so fucking funny and yeah. fantastic. Cuz then it turns into like some people that are going to be more serious about it, you know, and be like, "I just want to heal you." And then it just turns into <laughs> like some people being like absolutely Fucking ridiculous, like here you go, and like that's it. But like it works, it counts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Need to establish a safe circle of role play in the group so that there are those people who can just get really right. into it and make my Bard in my D D session did a cover of Wonderwall at at one of the inns they were at about oh, their guess. adventures. And so right. now in the universe everyone sings this Wonderwall song about the escapades of my group. <laughs> um It was pretty awesome.
1: My uh, yesterday. So unfortunately, we 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 had a player drop from the group uh, a couple weeks ago, and so the the group dynamic as far as like things like it's usually been like a five man team. And so did he die in real life? No, he didn't die in real life. Sorry, just had to ask. Jeez. Um, what do you call it? So he, I mean, not he. Um. In the game, like it's very common for the DM to play a character where it'd be like a story character to kind of like push the story a certain way sometimes. But I'm, I had to introduce a character, uh, not, not as like a story mechanic, but instead as just like another character to be part of the group. And it's a Minotaur Samurai. And his background is that he's a Kabuki, which is like one of those actors that like paint their face and like are really emotional on like. Like they 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 overexert all their emotions on stage, and so like during this game, I'm like having to like make funny faces and like talk with an accent and stuff, and it was it's super fun. And like when that role play happens, the game like D and D is a completely different thing. And if that happens in this game, then fuck yeah, play Demio all day.
2: Yeah, Bobby, sorry you you can't be invited to. I've never seen you. I've never seen the best you role played was when we were playing Pulsar and you got that little voice modulator (laughs) and you talked like once a session and you were like, "We need to land on the planet."
0: Yeah, (laughs) I don't do RP. That's that's the best. My jam. Why well, I feel not like dude? this
3: game is still good even truly without the RP? It just does allow you to shine with the RP because it is like it is challenging enough because they randomize each uh level and you have three levels till you get to the boss and that's per book. So there's three books out right now. I believe there's two more coming out. And um so it is fun and like the combats generate. There's been a time where I've jumped in the book and like the first level was just like what the fuck this is so difficult like and it was and that was cool but then you know it's it's very randomized but uh i don't know i think it's i think it's challenging and fun enough even if you don't like to role play but if you role play it could make the lack of customer or sorry of customization of the character not be like such a negative you know what i mean because you are playing a character that you start to know and develop with these different games since it's the same five people that it could be you know
2: you sold me on I want to. I be love there. this game. Yeah, I, I think I was being called guys. the
3: Demio uh, Fairy, dude. Because yeah, I just I've been gifting people this game because I'm just like, play this with me. I love this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need friends. Please play.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's that's the moral of the story. Buy your friends. Buy them. No, I'm just kidding. i joking. Don't <laughs> don't do that. Have real friends and genuine ones. But <laughs> yeah.
0: Awesome. awesome. All right. Last game we got this week is Tap Ninja and. I said that I had some good gaming and some bad gaming. This was the bad gaming. So Tap Ninja is an idle game and I I messed around with a couple of these from time to time and I I've never been really happy with any idle game. Like I kind of like the concept like okay, that's I could see why people would like that, but they it's always exploitative. It's always like here's the hook. At some point they try to um push you into a corner where you have to spend money. So uh. Tap Ninja is actually pretty well designed for this this type of game. Um, some people have complained that it's not very much it's not totally an idle game. It's kind of a clicker as well. It's a little ninja that runs across a screen. You click the mouse or hit spacebar whenever a samurai or a hellhound pops up. And uh, you kill them and you get gold. And you spend that gold on upgrades that allow you to make more gold. And then you spend that gold on upgrades that allow you to make more gold. Um, now, you can't actually not kill the ninjas. You can generate gold over time. So that's where the idling comes in, I suppose. Um, but the game... I don't know. I, I played this way too long. And <laughs> i I just... I don't know what it is about these games where it's just like, why is it that we like this? Why does this game work? It's so bad. I think I spent six hours on this game. I don't know how much that was idling, though. I could have just let it run for a long, long periods of time, which I think I did. So I don't know how much of that six hours was that. Um, But at a certain point, I'm just like, I got to put this down. Like, I know this is going nowhere. I I know, like, this is completely meaningless, like, even more than other video games. But, yeah, so I I just had to, like, uninstall it and not look back. But I don't know. If you're into these games, this is probably – this is definitely one of the better ones. I mean, you could not spend money, too, but of course, everything's going to take you a lot, a lot longer. And it seems like this kind of got real popular on Steam uh, recently. I just kind of saw it pop up on like new and trending and I was like, okay, another idle game. I'll see what's up. But uh, I think it started out as a mobile game. So a lot of people are familiar with it from there but uh yeah just get ready to waste way too much time because even the idea is like okay it's an idle game you don't have to be there every second for the game but then when you're away from it you're always thinking like oh wonder how much i'm making now because you can immediately spend that gold on stuff that makes you more gold so you're thinking like eh, maybe i should just check in click a few things and you know increase my gold generation and uh it's just pointless it just it's a circular gameplay loop Mm -hmm. just uh earn yeah. gold to to make more gold to earn, but isn't that life though oh and that's just so deep there we go <laughs> <laughs> getting agnostic right now race? <laughs>
2: oh, i just make money to spend it oh uh, what's the meaning um yeah you sound like... Uh, actually, no, I'm not going to say that. How many gamers do you guys think are just playing these types of games? Like, on like this is their experience with gaming. Like, because there's all those idle games. You know, you build your farm in your village. It's basically just like reskin to whatever yeah. theme that you're susceptible to. Yeah, I think you know? the term you know?
0: gamer just got expanded a little too far when literally everybody on their phone was playing all these match three Candy Crush games. You know? Yeah, like, you, know, you got to understand. Oh, go ahead, Nick.
1: Have you ever seen like uh the people that sell accounts for these like that sell uh like
2: for oh, example, like wow gold style,
1: yeah, like wow gold style like they'll sell accounts for like uh with clash of clans or whatever, and like they say like the level and everything, all this other stuff um and they they make so much money selling those accounts, and like when you see them doing it, you're like, what the fuck is that like?" there's famous videos of people doing like Pokemon go and they'll like literally be riding a bike and like, they'll have like nine phones and just catching Pokemon like on all nine phones. And like, obviously that's one that we had to travel, but this is one where you can be still and do it. So
2: I found a clash of can plans, clash of cans, the clash of the cans for $222 max level two forty-six. That seems like a pretty good deal.
1: That's that's a, yeah, and it's it's so crazy because, like, people people like will run, like, phone emulators and, like, get n- numbers and everything just to be able to, like, create those accounts and everything, and then just sell
2: them. Yeah. Who buys them? That's always what I thought. Like, who has, like...
3: I don't know. There's people. I've met somebody that uh, they had, like, a second phone, so they created another account, and then every time they played Pokemon Go, they would be playing Dual times so, and they said that they were just building up the one account to sell it because they had a buddy already lined up in real life that was going to buy it off of him once he got high enough. But that's the only time I've ever seen it with that with like Pokemon Go. But it is like they they know somebody that's going to do it, you know. I don't he... know about anybody from like eBay buying that shit. I know I, they did I that know. with Runescape, but
1: ah, uh, dude, people used to buy WoW characters like back back in when World of Warcraft first came out. When like you hit level sixty, I will never forget that druids sold for the most money and because they were so because they were so universal characters they were the only class that could heal tank and dps and so they were really wanted and they were also known as being the slowest uh class to level up and so it wasn't uncommon to see people selling characters for like 300 400 it's like in like you're just talking about at max level maybe with a little bit of pvp gear and
2: that's it like i, I yeah it's pretty crazy we can't complain about pay to win mechanics in games because people will just pit, you know what I, you know what I'm saying like i can't blame a developer being like realizing there's all this underground economic activity around their game and being like well why aren't i getting a piece of that pie you know people will pay like 300 bucks for a clash of clans account why not make it pay to win so they can just do that in the game and not have and to the, go and that's with,
1: what that's what WoW did. Now you can boost your character to level seventy. But there used to be rules where like you already you'd have to have a level seventy character already. Um and so it's like they, they had rules on how you would do it. And now you can literally just buy you you can buy an account yeah. or you can open up an account. You can boost a character immediately. If not, you get well, a free you, you one. Can
0: buy, uh, you can buy gold, too, basically, with the WoW tokens now as well. Yeah, I mean, WoW's just been around so long now that they've pretty much had to acquiesce to all the player demands and everything that's come up.
1: Yeah, it's, it's so gnarly. Um, and I still play it, too. Uh, I think going back
3: to your original point, though, Bobby is like, yeah, the definition of what's a gamer has expanded so much because I've met some people before that I'm like, oh, I play PC games, and they're like, oh my gosh, me too, Farmville, it's great, and I'm like, <laughs>
2: like whoa, you can't sit with us. What are you talking? Have about? you played Treasure in <laughs> Audio? Have you played Treasure
1: in Audio? <laughs> You're
0: not a real game. Yeah. Not a real gamer. Yeah, you know, yeah, the worst question is, like, when people realize you play video games, I hate when they ask, oh, what games do you play? I'm like, yeah, you're not going gonna to say, like, a couple of titles, and you might, like, i never heard of it, you know? Have you heard of like, Tap Ninja? you yeah. heard of Tap Ninja? <laughs> Have you heard of Demio? Like, it's just, these are meaningless words to you. Like, what do you play? Like, shit I don't even know about, you know? Like, you get your you know, mushy
1: brain out of here. You're not going it, to understand so... what the fuck I play.
0: <laughs> <It's not> even <laughs> don't even, even ask. ask. I feel like gaming is so niche right now. I mean, sure, you got like mainstream and AAA, and a lot of people know the big titles and stuff. Um, but you know, even like it's been a while since we've had a Fortnite too, where we just had one game the rule that ruled them all. You know, like one just tentpole game that everybody knew. Um, how long ago was Fortnite? Long time ago. It's just it's still I, the
2: game in a way. I feel like
0: yeah, it's still a huge game. Yeah, absolutely, yep. and everybody knows it. But I, I just feel like gaming so some niche right now.
2: I can't wait to be like the uncle because, like, I have nephews and like brothers and sisters too who play. I don't know, like Minecraft, Fortnite, and Call of Duty. Basically, I'm going to be like that cool uncle. It's like, hey, have you heard about Steam? Come over here. Look at all, look at all these cool games that look look at the wide world of gaming that you can and now they, be introduced to.
3: Yeah, Your parents absolutely. are going to be like,
2: don't go to
1: Uncle Chris's house. He's going to make us all broke. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty oh,
3: yeah. of games that are free on Steam, like the Vampire Battle Royale I just covered.
1: <laughs>
0: hey Billy, you're nine. We're, Come check out this game an eight year old. People. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, <it> is. <laughs> I don't
0: think I've ever like successfully recruited anyone to Steam, though. I, I feel like that's a hard thing to do. People are pretty much entrenched in whatever game they're involved with. It's really hard to be like, "Oh, you should check check this out," you know. And I, I mean, they might feign interest, but I don't think I've ever really like seeing someone make that transition after i like thought i i opened them up to something i i don't know
2: rihanna's my greatest this sounds weird rihanna's my greatest accomplishment not really but just because i was playing steam so much she was loved gaming but only console gaming before so what once she gets a computer it's like oh yeah all these games are on here and and i can finally play what i want to play instead of watching people play hour-long rpgs like many other girlfriends the fate of many other girlfriends i I feel like, just on the couch (laughs) watching. Stereotypically.
3: I don't know, it's an interesting thing. I kind of like what Orconius is saying, that we're being uh, somewhat of like gaming hipsters, though. And that's true, because it's like a a gamer these days is just, it's like an indie gamer or whatever is very niche in a way. But being a gamer is so widespread now in multiple ways, because... Yeah, because we have things like Candy Crush and, uh, you know, Tap Ninja (laughs) and Pokemon Go and stuff like that. And so for some people, that's what works. And whether that's considered like you're a gamer or not, I don't know. I think it's a gray area. And I think all of us coming from a standpoint of like we played video games, like it's yeah, it's very easy to (laughs) to be like, are you a real gamer though? But I don't know. I I don't want to.
2: I don't want to say that to people. When 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 I meet someone in real life and they're like I'm a gamer I'm like yeah and they're like I play League of Legends that's the only game I play I'm like yeah you know you are like I I can't say anything you know yeah same but there is a part of my mind that's like you could you could be more <laughs> you know you yeah could, I I feel like um yeah it's almost sad that some people are really into video games but they haven't explored that there's so many different type you can be anything you want on games you know like you don't have Absolutely. to play only the popular ones but and
3: anyways. there's all kinds of weird games out there and interesting ones and like a bag of ones milk dude ones. yeah oh yeah the bag of milk outside of a <laughs> bag, bag of, of milk, milk outside of a bill- bag of milk dude it never yeah. ends yeah it's yeah. fantastic but it's all there if people just check it out but i mean yeah it's some people don't. They just want to sit on their phones and every time they shit, check and see how their farm's doing. But that's cool too. That's, yeah, whatever. That's yeah. Cool. Everyone needs yeah. to shit.
2: <laughs> True. We're like, we're preaching. Sure everyone listening to this podcast is like, yeah, yeah. We we play games. Like, don't have to convince us. On- this yeah, we're going
3: down the weeds of just <laughs> shit that everybody knows that we don't need to speak about. So, yeah, that was some fun games with this. Did anybody play any of the game of the week, Project Zomboid? Speaking of shit, no.
1: Um, I think we're gonna turn this into the game of the weeks, obviously, because yeah, was not here. Oh but, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, I played a tiny bit of it, but nothing too like in depth. To... Uh, yeah, I'll cover yeah, it
3: next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll That'll...
0: we'll play it next week. Apparently, I oh, do yeah. have the game. Though, so I would love to play some. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. it's in my library. No, no, I knew I did because I, I remember playing this with Emilio, and I looked at my Steam account and it did tell me, yeah, you played this back in 2014? 20 might have been twenty fourteen. I think was the last time I played it. So yeah, it's it's been sitting there for a while. But yeah, we will talk more about that next.
1: Absolutely.
2: Week. Um, you got? Oh, sorry, Bobby. I know you're about to surprise
0: us. Please. <laughs> yeah, big surprise here. Big reveal. Uh, it is our 440th episode, so I thought it might be uh, might be nice to kind of look back on uh, some of our previous episodes. So if you go to our website, dlgaming.net, there is a little search icon that you can click on, and you can type the name of any game you want in there, and it'll tell you which episodes we talked about that game. So we get a lot of people suggest this game or that, or, hey, have you ever talked about this game? And um yeah, we have. Uh, just type it in that little search bar and you can see all the episodes that we've talked about it. And this is actually pretty useful for another reason, too. So I'm pretty good about tagging everything that we talk about in these episodes. And when I go to post them, it says, uh, here are your top 10. Do you want to use any of these? And we we did this once in the past. We talked about our top 10 games and, I guess, topics that have come up consistently. And I remember these are the ones that come up consistently episode after episode because they get tagged multiple times. Uh, But there has been a little bit of movement in there. So I thought it'd be a good time to review that. But before I read the top 10 here, uh, any guesses on what are the games or topics that we have talked about the most on this podcast over the entire nine years that we've been doing this? Uh, Team Fortress. Fortress. Yeah, team fortress 2 team fortress you... 2 is not on the list oh my god whoa no
3: yeah. csgo is csgo
0: on there uh, csgo is not on the list what? the term, the term roguelike or roguelite <laughs> uh no that is not on there Wow, you guys are striking divinity, out Bull divinity the original sin not... 2 Nope. Divinity Original Sin 2 is not on there. And you see, that's where a lot of people get into the pitfalls is they think like, oh, that's a pretty popular game. But that's a short window of time that came out like what um, 20 that came out kind of recently. so in chat, someone's guessing Warhammer. No, Nick, you haven't been around long enough. So Warhammer is not coming. Gonna... <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. And the problem with Warhammer too is I feel like it. it there's different Warhammer games. So if we put oh, them yeah. all together, they would probably be in the top 10. But the specific games are tagged individually. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic was also mentioned in chat. So that has moved up to the number three spot now. Oh, wow. Deep Rock that is Galactic. all
3: you, yeah, by the way. that's me. <laughs>
0: yeah. And they had that season two update. Didn't even talk about it this week. That's how kind of next week. Get so ready. proud. So now. proud of you, dude.
1: <laughs> Look at me. I'm holding myself back. Yeah.
0: Uh, now, the last time we did this, uh, if you remember it, our very top games were all Blizzard games. Now, Deep Rock has kind of um, risen in the ranks to dethrone a few of them, but it's still very much all Blizzard games up there in the top uh, five. So there's a hint. Any more guesses? Binding of well, Isaac? No, nope. No, no. thinking of World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft is number five. Is Heroes of the Storm still up there, Yeah, Heroes of the Storm is number one and will never be. God damn. Yeah. I talked about that game straight for like what's, four years.
2: What's the number? What's the tag number? Just out of curiosity. So I got some reference points here.
0: I don't know. I don't know how many there are. I didn't do that much research. But yes, okay. Heroes of the Storm is number one. And, okay, guess for Overwatch. Overwatch is number two. Apparently we talked about Overwatch quite a bit. That's kind of a surprise to me. Wow. Speaking Um, of,
1: Overwatch 2 looks like a fucking joke.
0: Yeah, well, we all knew that. (laughs) Um, And then Deep Rock Galactic at number three. And another Blizzard game, Hearthstone at number four. Really surprised about that. Yeah. Yeah, seems odd, right? Yeah. Um, World of Warcraft, number five. Now, in number six, the game that started it all with the podcast, Smite. After all these years, Smite is still number six. That was like all we talked about in the early years, back in 2013 when we started this podcast. And, uh, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, uh, Number seven, this one's my fault, too. Killing Floor 2. Oh, (laughs) That comes up a lot. Number eight is PUBG. I guess oh, I can yeah. see that. Uh, that was huge. Number nine is just Steam. Just <laughs> Steam. <laughs>
3: Accurate, yeah. Actually, we love that's Steam. Be number two. We do love yeah. Steam. Yeah.
2: Steam should be in every episode, right? I guess <laughs> yeah. they're in the news a lot, so you would tag them as Steam.
0: Yeah, or if they Steam. had a big update or a new feature or something, then they would. When's the last up? time that happened? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Steam. Okay, uh, and then in number ten, a bit of a surprise: League of Legends. Because I don't really consider any of us big league players. And anyone that's been on the podcast has not really been a, a serious league player. Oh, so what about she? Yeah. Was she? I don't. Mm, yeah, maybe you're right. I can't quite remember. I, I don't think so. I, Ray got into it, but that was after he left the podcast. I dabbled in it a few times. Then team fight tactics or whatever. Our tactics came up. And But oh yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think league has just been kind of sprinkled in throughout the years so much. It has accumulated. But that's it. That's the top 10. Are there any games that you are surprised are not on there?
2: Uh, I think, just quick, I looked up the numbers. I'm logged into the site right now. What do you guys think? What percentage of all episodes is Heroes
0: of the Storm? Uh, so what was it just showing on your calculator on your screen? 40%. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to cheat, sure, Bobby. Because <laughs> uh, I thought I saw like 9%.
2: Uh, it was 10%, 10% of the 444 episodes, 44 tags of Heroes of the Storm, so that's okay. uh, that's quite hefty. Surprised? I'm, yeah, I'm surprised about Divinity Original Sin, because I think uh, whenever it's been played, it's been talked about like three or four weeks in a row, because that's kind of how long you might play it with some friends for.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it has come up a lot, but I don't know... It... I, I feel like Divinity Original Sin 2 comes up all the time in casual conversation, not as a topic that was posted in advance on right. our show notes. I, I feel I'm, like the game just comes up through I'm conversation. I'm looking at the numbers.
3: Then I'm right. surprised that Sea of Thieves hasn't popped up more then.
0: I think we need more time with Sea of Thieves.
3: Sea of Thieves yeah. will start creeping. It, it's it's gotta at, at least replace Heartstone. Hearthstone. Yeah. Hearthstone. Yeah,
0: Hearthstone. I'm just uh, Hearthstone. Really, I, I, Emilio played a lot of that back in the day, so I feel like that one and Smite are just from the early years. So, oh yeah, or that. Magic:
3: The Gathering. Already. Yeah, exactly. Magic: The Gathering. How is
0: that not on there yet? That that oh, one's geez. definitely coming up. We'll we'll see. I know Emilio swore it off, but <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that. Do you tag yeah, it every it time? Sense.
2: Maybe you're just like, don't tag it.
0: No, yeah, no, I do tag tough. it, and also I make sure to tag things properly too you guys don't make it easy sometimes when you put things in the show notes but i try to tag everything the same way the same time so i don't put like mtg one week and then magic colon the gathering the next week (laughs) you know it's got to be exact so it it matches
2: i try to i try to clean it up at the end (laughs) and make sure everything's standard but you should have seen it before you came
0: along man it was a it was a real (laughs) shit show
2: um, if you combine uh, uh, Divinity Original Sin and Divinity Original Sin two for the amount of tags, it surpasses Smite on the top ten. So if I know those aren't the same game, but they don't count.
0: Okay, sorry. We, we need accumulation of Warhammer is what we need because I'll be yeah,
3: Nick. <laughs> Nick's like that cannot I'll count. You're embarrassing
1: me.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god. <laughs>
1: Uh, that was See, fun, Bobby.
2: What a nice little surprise
1: uh, yeah, that is really awesome, man, yeah,
0: you know, and it's gonna have to be a long time before we do this again because we did this at least a year ago, probably more than a year ago, and the only change is deep rock uh moving up to number three over hearthstone, or yeah. I don't know, it might have been even lower than than that, but uh yeah, it's just this doesn't change very often, so. Raconius is saying no CS:GO. I remember a
2: period of like when I started first listening to the podcast, whatever four years ago, it was like on every single episode.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm
0: maybe looking. maybe I need to check and make sure it's CS:GO and not Counter Strike Global Offensive. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, so they could that be.
3: was covered for a long amount of time every day or every mm-hmm. time. There was a lot of <laughs> CS:GO. Yeah, a lot of CS:GO.
0: But again, that might've been one that just came up in conversation and not wasn't like in the show notes.
3: Yeah. Very true.
0: All right. Well, enough of that bit. So you can check that out on our website. Click that little search icon and search for whatever. Do your own research. All right. Um, Let's move on to listener questions. All right. I think we missed some from last week. Last week, we were like, we had one question and that was it. And we we're like, Oh, that's strange. But apparently we just missed them. So we apologize about that in advance. Uh, but the first one comes from comfy unicycle. He says, what's the first game that really grabbed you?
1: <laughs> that guy's like a username.
0: <laughs> Yo, thank you for that. I needed that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yikes. All right. What's the first game that really grabbed your attention as a PC gamer? For me, it was watching my dad play Oregon Trail and Age of Empires that really got me hook, line, and sinker. Mm. Um, Age of Empires 2 was a huge game for me. The first paycheck I ever made, I spent on that game. And uh, that was definitely like, it wasn't like my first PC gaming experience. I mean, that would have to be... Who that would have to be those really old games like Wolfenstein, Jill of the Jungle, Secret Agent, like playing on Windows 3.1, uh, Commander Keen. I had a neighbor who had that game, blew my mind. You know, the shareware days. So uh, yeah. pretty much all those games. But the one that like hooked me and was like, this is it, I'm a PC gamer now, was obviously uh, Dark Forces 2 Jedi Knight. Like that was like no turning back at that point. I
2: had a, I forget, I had a some sort of game, con- I, f- I forget, but, um, I remember playing some Star Wars games on it and I was probably gonna be a console player, but then Star Wars Rebellion came out for PC. I think that was one of my first PC games. It was either that or the old like red alert. Um and then yeah, I was hooked from there because there was no RTSs on console for a really long yeah, time. That's um, true.
0: Yeah.
2: A love story. A love story of RTSs.
0: Yeah, and when they did bring RTSs to the console, I don't think it really took too well there was that halo one that they yeah halo really wars got, halo wars they got really creative with the controls and like we're gonna make this work it's gonna be groundbreaking and
2: that was one of the best ones the other one was that lord of the rings game did you guys ever play oh, that right. for middle yeah. earth i remember yeah. i
3: didn't play it yeah
2: they had they had a pretty uh intuitive like controller way to to play it on console that was fun because not a lot of my other friends had pcs so um multiplayer um I had to play console with them, so if it was RTSs, we would take turns on the chair. Yeah, that's there's only so much fun you can have watching someone play an RTS behind them.
3: Yeah,
0: Very true. yeah, Command and Conquer was a big one for me as well.
3: For me, my first one that really grabbed my attention was uh, I was not al- i was uh, really young and I was not allowed to play Doom and my cousin had installed it on my grandfather's computer, but, you know, being of the age where you know way more about computers than your grandparents do, uh, <laughs> I just waited till my grandpa went to sleep, and then I logged onto the computer and I played Doom, and that was the first <laughs> game that <laughs> I awesome. was like, I love this. I was only allowed to play the garden, some, like, Jesus RTS game, dude, of Jesus like RTS? Not, no, 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 no. It wasn't RTS. It was um it was exactly like the Oregon Trail, but of like of the Garden of Eden or something. And it was a total Jesus. I don't even really remember it much because the game was trash and I was only focused on like pretending like I was playing it so that way then my grandpa would get bored and go to bed so then I could play Doom. What are, the,
0: <laughs> what are
2: the like what are the challenges in the garden of like you ate the apple? It was, Eternal it, damnation.
3: Yeah, pretty much. It was oh, like, yeah. would you eat the apple, even though God has told you that? You cannot, and like, Wait, like, I already know
2: the answer. I'm not yeah, gonna it, eat was it this stupid.
3: time. The game was garbage, <laughs> dude. It was terrible. So I was like, No, I'm mm-hmm. playing Doom. But um then, also, too, growing up, like, we played a lot of consoles, and the one game that really solidified like being a true PC gamer was Warcraft, like, the original. uh Well, Warcraft 3, sorry. Warcraft yeah, Warcraft 3, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I loved it. Oh, man. I was like, This is great. And then I got into StarCraft and StarCraft yeah. 2 because of that, and I'm just. That like, was the nail a-. in
2: the coffin. Would you say, when Warcraft 3 came out? I was- it was. Probably have the most hours in that game. That game, on the I loved it, map, and especially
3: so. I was going to say, and being able to make your own custom map, like, ugh, oh, loved it. It was awesome.
2: What about you, Nick? What's what I, uh, of- So
1: I I saw Doom a lot growing up, and I saw Quake and a bunch of other ones. Uh, for me, though, like the thing that like I was like PC gaming is is the future. Is uh, Counter Strike One Point Six? So like growing up. My uh, my brother went to a high school, obviously, and uh, I would get out of school earlier than he would, and I would have to walk to his high school, and he would we would walk home and stuff. Um, essentially, there was a cyber cafe there, and you would pay $5 an hour to play any game you wanted on the computers. And there was, like, Unreal Tournament and all this other stuff, but we, we would just play Counter-Strike and just play, like, you'd play Counter-Strike, and all the other kids in there would be kids waiting for, like, their older older siblings and stuff. And yeah, I just remember like, yeah, multiplayer is, is like the, the future because like I was so, I was so locked into playing multiplayer on PlayStation and stuff. And at the time the PS2 didn't have like the capability to go online yet. So being able to play like six versus six was like insane
2: to me. Was gaming better? This is a a little bit of a a off the track query was gaming better when it was a community thing like when you went with your friends to like a computer cafe or when
3: Abs- I, absolutely i like, definitely think so at least we're
2: missing we're missing something about it you know like land parties are so fun everyone everyone loves it. i mean it's good you can play remote you know, with with your buds that's cool but like it's been a while since i was in person with people with my pc and we like you know we had a, a really fun time
3: I can oh, remember playing oh. Call of Duty four with all of my friends. They had uh six computers at one of the cafes, but one of our friends owned the cafe. So when What's he it? closed, yeah, when he closed, he was like, "Hey, everybody, come over and so like I worked at Dairy Queen, so I'd bring a bunch of blizzards." Shit. Oh hell yeah!
1: Hell yeah! You're the <laughs> <at every> friend <laughs> of everyone Yeah,
3: and then and then you I just show up. And all
1: and the and blizzards you know, are upside down. You're like, "What's up? Who wants <laughs> first <of the laughs> releases?" Bro?
3: they're all real yeah yeah and so i bring everybody blizzards and then like he would give us like monster and shit to drink and then we would all just land up and play call of duty four against each other on the pc that shit was great then we'd play a lot of left for dead as well and um like um was a guitar hero and rock band 'Cause he had a whole setup and things like that, but I really gravitated towards computer and playing Call of Duty four with everybody. And yeah, that shit is amazing to land like that and I miss landing with Age of Empires where we all Ethernet cabled into each other. <laughs> Shows uh yeah, you can't you can't really get that as much anymore. I mean like you'd have to make more of an effort obviously of it, you know, instead of like having the yearly guys fishing trip, it's like the yearly land party.
0: Yeah, yeah, we shouldn't there. Did. Isn't there like yeah. a convention? quite gone. Yeah, isn't QuakeCon the biggest land in the world?
2: True. I know nothing about, do they only play Quake? Is this a dumb question? I have know nothing about <laughs> QuakeCon, sorry. No,
0: nah, I think like in the early days, yeah, it was like only um, It Games or uh, Bethesda. But no, you go there, you play whatever you want, but it's huge. It's oh, cool. It's enormous. I mean, I went back in 2016, um, so I'm, I imagine things have been different since then. But they stream it all, it happens in August in like, dallas or austin so it's blazing hot but uh it is it's like a real land party it's just a sea of computers people set up like little decorations and everything like harambe was real big when i the year i went that's how long ago it was <laughs> so they have like harambe shrines and stuff i got pictures somewhere i'll post them in discord oh man, man. Please yeah. put- Discord. it was it was crazy man it was just like everywhere you look everyone's got their pc out and and everybody's playing different things sometimes there's like little pockets of people playing the same thing here
2: i i need there. to know what i do before i die like I, this is it like go to a huge land party
0: yeah <laughs> quick i i wouldn't mind making another trip i would i'd do it a little differently i stayed with a friend uh that time i think i would just pay the extra money and get a room in the hotel where it's happening but um yeah, man, it's uh, it's an experience if you've never done it. They do have like an exhibition hall, but it's not very big and it's not very crowded. It's not like a lot of these other ones that you go to. They got like a few things there, like a few new games you could play or or like, it's very hardware focused too. It's like some pretty hardcore PC gamer nerd stuff. So yeah, if you're they, into that. twenty three. Old... Can we all go? <laughs> I don't know, man. We're just gonna we're we're gonna be a little late uh, this year. You know, we'll be in Dallas, but yeah, we should we should try to get a a QuakeCon trip. That would going. be awesome before I, be I die. That.
3: Yeah, that'd be pretty sick.
2: Yeah, oh, guys, we'd have some. Oh, because we should throw it. our own QuakeCon. We should call it like um DLG, uh, DL, DLG something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I do really want to go to QuakeCon, like. Uh. No, no word of uh, sarcasm. August eighteenth to August twentieth. Is it usually in August? That'd be cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's almost always in August, if I remember correctly.
3: Nice. Oh. Yeah, there's a, nice. there's an
1: old there's an old photo of like one of the original Quakons, and everybody in there is shirtless. Like to like to include <laughs> like the female players and like a bunch
0: of other people. Like it gets it gets so hot in there that it was it's just like disgusting. Oh, no, dude, not anymore. It's freezing cold. And that's one thing that when I went, I went with somebody who lived out in Texas who uh, had been several times and he kind of explained everything to me. He's like, dude, it is, you've got to bring, you got to dress warm. I know this is Dallas in the middle of August, but when you get into the land, they, they run the AC so high that you will be freezing in there. You'll be freezing cold. So you actually well, yeah, bundle think up.
3: Uh yeah you've got all those computers and shit you don't want them to be overheating because it's Mm -hmm. hot and they're kicking all the heat out and it's just rows of heat it it was
0: it was like an ice box in there at first i was like oh this is kind of nice especially because you step outside and it's just like you know if you've ever experienced dallas heat you know what i'm talking about it's like an oven but you go back in there and at first you're like oh it's it's pretty nice in here and then after about half an hour you're just like okay my fingers are going numb okay uh, (laughs)
2: 2023 guys let's It's a year and some away if we make plans now. I would love to, you know, let's slice out some time.
0: Yeah, God, I had a great time. They demoed. um, They they had a presentation for uh, Prey that year. God, there was just there were so many cool things that that were happening there. Yeah,
3: awesome, good time. Down, that sounds exciting.
0: Back to listener questions. Uh, Zap's got a few. Uh, outside of the Steam Deck, have you tried any gaming on Linux or using Linux in general? Any thoughts? I'm guessing you guys haven't. Never have. No, no, no. yeah. I've had <laughs>
1: Mimi brain don't work good. Mimi don't understand
0: Linux. Oh, I mean, I Linux. do. I
1: understand the concept and everything. I just don't want to. You
0: know, you know that work. it's an operating system. Yeah, Linux. and a bunch oh, of other yeah.
1: stuff with like bootloaders and stuff like that. But is I'm just yeah, good. Off-
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah that's the icon for Linux but there's like a thousand distros out there so you know there's a million different kinds I myself have used mostly Kubuntu which is Ubuntu with KDE instead of the Gnome desktop environment it's just a little slicker a little little flashier um but I actually did use it for gaming just kind of as like an experimental thing I I dual booted for a while and it it was uh Windows and Kubuntu and the performance it's not that great, like the frames per second. I remember playing a lot of TF2 on the Linux box and it just the frame rate wasn't as good and weird little things like the font w- would be different, or different from what I was used to. And um, yeah, um, I didn't like it very much, but there's actually a lot of support out there for gaming on Linux now. It's, it's not like it used to be. It's uh, it's a lot better and it's a lot more games there's a lot more wire support i guess you can play a lot more games on it um, and i'm not sure i'm not sure how the performance is but you can also load this thing up called wine which allows you to run windows applications on linux and you can uh use that to play some games that won't run natively but uh linux is really just not for gaming if you're running linux you're doing it for another reason and then maybe you want to want to game on that machine just out of convenience but if you know, Windows is still, even though we all got problems with it, Windows is still the best platform to to game on now. All hmm. right, you guys look thoroughly engaged. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, you know, you learned. <laughs> Wait, Class what am I is in
1: Yes, Linux. It's mm-hmm. yes, a fine man's gentleman's operating system.
0: Wine,
2: uh, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, another question from Zap. What one game issue will immediately make you uninstall or return a game?
1: Uh, poor matchmaking. Like if it, if it takes me more than ten minutes to get into a party with my friends, or like to get in the same game as my friends, I will return your game. Like uh, the there's a there's a, a essentially a squad clone, but set in World War II, and it was it was pretty difficult to get like when it first came out to get into. A game and yeah, it would it was annoying as shit.
2: Oh, post scriptum. Yeah. Yeah, postscriptum. Yeah. yeah. That so. was a bit challenging. I started up personally booted up Skyrim because Rian's never played it. I booted it up yesterday yeah and we uh got a little comfy and sat down and took turns playing through, but I couldn't get the intro to work for the longest time. I loaded up the game, fresh install and like the
1: it, intro movie?
2: The, the the first scene where it's like, Hey, you're awake, you know, every. And you're on that cart. My horses were running. My horses were like flying through the air. And the cart was like doing this rubber banding thing. And so the game wouldn't start. And I restarted it. I uninstalled all my mods. I I tried to do it again and again. And the cart would get a little bit further every time. Um, But I wouldn't be able to get through the gate. And then I would like go flying. The horses would make these terrible noises. Like they were dying constantly. And (laughs) And I was like telling her. And I was like, I swear it's a good game. Skyrim, one of the best games of all time. And uh, finally, I looked it up, and it's because if your FPS is too fast, the horses, they run into these bees at the start. And these bees are objects that have um, pathfinding, and they screw with the horses, and they end up launching them space, basically. Um, so anything technical that you can't skip a first cutscene that breaks a game on thin ice. That's, that's insane.
0: I, I feel like just in general, I don't get into the situation a lot because just the way things are now i you really know what you're getting into when you load up a game like if you get to the point where you've already installed a game like you, you know what you're getting into i i feel like there's usually not any surprises that being said if there's like microtransaction actions or like something is like very obviously like trying to exploit me then i that's a huge turn off and i i will uh probably uninstall or Stop playing, but then again, like that's gonna—that's usually pretty obvious from the get-go. Yeah. Oh, what was that what eighty dollar
1: in the snow? Do you remember? Like where it was like it came out like last year, but like everybody was freaking out about it. And like I remember, like the game to a point was like pay to win because all of the classes that were locked were way better than the default classes,
2: and you yeah, actually had uh... to play a smidge. Uh, Bobby and Nyanko and me played some of this, I, I believe, when, when it came out. Maybe you too, Nick? Yeah, I, I did. I, I played yeah. like probably like six or seven hours of it.
1: Um, I just Yeah, I remember, remember
0: that game. And there was something that I liked about it, too. I remember they did something a little differently. It was like that three-player three, three player team where you yeah. you'd drop into the world, and then you'd like do a bunch of stuff, and then you try to get out. You could just leave early with, with what yeah, and you'd there, and there was like world bosses to fight.
2: Mm-hmm. Like... It was lots of PvE, which was cool. And
0: battle, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, you know, like initially I thought like, oh, they got some interesting things going on here, but it was still a Battle Royale game that I just wasn't eh, that into and that wasn't much of a future for me. But yeah, what was that game called? Do not Was remember. it called
2: Ring of Alicia? No. Does that sound familiar?
0: No. No. no, that sounds familiar, but I'm pretty sure that's a, another type of game.
2: Who knows? I guess we'll never know. Oof.
3: Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, I'm with you, Sniper. I think if the game is game breaking in terms of its bug to where it's real big pain in the ass to play, um, then that yeah, I'm gonna uninstall it and stop playing it.
0: All right, one more question from Zap: What's in your pockets or purse right now, and if it's something weird, why is it there? Uh, right now it is.
1: Oh, uh, man, what do I have
2: in my pocket? Oh, my God, I have a tiny pig. Just a phone. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> no, I, the I only have...
0: thing I ever carry in my pockets is keys and my phone. Hmm. Yeah, not, nothing too interesting in my but pockets. You've never put anything else in your pocket? Ever? Well, oh, yeah. I mean, in my life, I'm sure I put other stuff well, in my pocket. Well, I'm pockets. just
2: saying, you just said I never carry anything else in my pocket except my keys. Like, as a rule i don't put anything else in there
0: um i mean not as like a hard and fast rule but uh there's usually nothing other or nothing else in my pockets other than that
2: you ever yeah. put your uh, hands in your pockets oh he. Mm-hmm. someone found it know. the game's called
1: scavengers by the way scavengers oh, scavengers was the, was the game and cajun thank you <laughs> ragin thank you and cajun 45 yeah
3: so uh Like the typical girl that I am, I have a big old purse and a bunch of shit in it. I'm not going to go through everything in it because we would be here for a very long time. Some of the random things include a lint roller because I have cats. Yes. (laughs) This one's my favorite. The passport to national parks where you can go to different national parks and get stamps based on when you went to these places. That's when I went to Philadelphia. That's (laughs) March 27th, 2021. I need a purse. This thing is fantastic. (laughs) I go everywhere to get my little stamps, and then there is a national monument here in San Diego, the Cabrillo National Monument. I can't get a stamp for that here, but what I can get, the other thing random in my purse, is you can get travel stamps from the National Park Service. Jesus. And this is where yeah, I dude I stand the National Park Service so much. I'm such a fucking fan. Uh but coming from such a flat land like Michigan where we have three parks and two of them are inaccessible, I didn't know this was a real fucking thing. Um and so I love it. But you can get like I have like a Grand Canyon little park stamp, but it's cool because it's like you know the stamps you if you were mailing shit. I don't know why I always have it in my purse because you never know when you find a good park <laughs> to get a stamp.
2: This is so wholesome. Thank you.
0: For- <laughs> <Jeez. sighs>
3: yeah, I and then I just have gum because you always need gum. <laughs> so- nice. Gum is good.
0: You, you know need what gum. I. I carry a backpack a lot, especially if I'm at work, I always have my backpack. And I guess that's kind of like having a purse. I've got a whole lot of stuff in there. I mean, I just got like adapters and batteries and ethernet cables and USB cables and all sorts of stuff. Little inspector gadget thing going on there. And of course, my laptop.
3: Hell yeah, it's your survival pack, dude. I have a hiking day pack pack that's like that, and all it has is like first aid, water, mm. snacks, like things like that in it. No, I don't have any Just of that. Any to survive. Yeah, but you have it to survive for electronics. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. a-
0: <laughs> in the modern world, a modern that's right. World survival yeah, pack.
3: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yep, it's got batteries and half a bitcoin and there you go. everything you'd need,
3: a handful of NFTs, you're good to go, dude.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I have literally nothing in my pockets. So, Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know. Women's clothes don't really have pockets. Do they? Like that's not a, it's not a guys. Oh, they do. They, they
3: uh, they didn't for a while, but now it is a big thing too. And companies are paying attention. So now every dress that probably doesn't, it probably shouldn't, but every dress now has pockets. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of our jeans have pockets. (laughs)
0: So nice. All right. Uh questions from Warconius. Did anyone from the podcast play Wasteland 3? I'm playing it now in co-op and to be honest, enjoying it more than Divinity Original Sin 2. The humor is fantastic and I love the perk system. What are your top CRPGs of all time? Wasteland 3. Okay, so Emilio's not here, unfortunately, but I remember him playing this game when it was in early access, and he didn't like it at first, and then he went back and played it a long time later and really enjoyed it. I remember this was one of those games that I always remember just like, you know, you gotta, with the early access thing, you really gotta come back and revisit the game because they, they could make a lot of improvements. This was like one of those cases. Um, but I myself have never played it. In fact, I don't think I've ever played a Wasteland game. Maybe a little bit of two a long, long time ago just to check it out. But uh, this is one franchise that I just was never never a part of.
3: This game, Wasteland 3, caught me at a really good time when I was in between assignments. So I put quite a few hours into it off of Game Pass because I think it's still on Game Pass. But that's when I got it and played it. Um and it's it's really good. I'm such a sucker for CRPGs, though. Like, I I do like a lot of them. <laughs> so this one was no different, and I, I really like... I thought the humor was one of the best parts of this game, because I still remember that it was a funny game. Um... But for me, I don't know, my favorite CRPGs is going to be definitely, I mean, uh, besides Divinity Original Sin 2, which I think is going to be most people's favorite, uh, definitely Disco Elysium for me, hands down. Although Game Deck was really good as well, and uh, there's a CRPG that I played for a while called, I think, Final Absolution that was really good too.
2: What I'd what makes it. something like C is computer RPG? Like, it. Is that just, like, a certain style? I'm not really big into CRPGs, you know, when you say Disco Elysium and, um, like, this Wasteland 3 game. I'm imagining, like, XCOM 2, is that a CRPG? I actually, I've never
3: played XCOM 2.
0: It's a tactical turn-based game. I don't know. For me, like a CRPG is just an RPG, but a little more complex or advanced that requires, you know, that caters more towards a PC gamer, like something that you probably wouldn't fly as well on a console. Like maybe you'd have some difficulty because the controls or whatever on there, um, it just wouldn't really be that acceptable on a console. So I don't know. I just always kind of regarded CRPGs as like... like um advanced rpgs like rpgs but like really a little more hardcore i guess gotcha yeah yeah i don't don't play a lot of these games
3: for me like there's also too like the whole angle of somewhat of like a top down and they don't always have to be like story rich but they do tend to be more story rich because they're more complicated as you were kind of saying and complex Mm -hmm. um but yeah there's gonna be like skill trees and to a certain extent choices matter i think are also applied into this cuz yeah if you're role playing then your choices would matter based on the role that you're playing and shit but i yeah i do think that there's a type of aesthetic and a type of way that crpgs are and i do think that like divinity original sin 2 and wasteland 3 like they're good examples of that but i would argue disco elysium's also a phenomenal example of it too um but and they all kind of have like similar aesthetics and stuff as well at least to me, but that's a really open-ended way. Yeah, just like cool. an RPG that's on the computer.
0: Yeah. You know, the Star is... Wars ones, I guess uh, those would count, right? Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2. Oh, really? Wait. Or is that just yeah. a general RPG? I think,
3: I think well, yeah. That's I thought a... those were
0: console ports
2: to PC. I mean, and when you play them, it kind of... I recently uh, playing Coder 2, and it's like very evident that it was not meant for a PC. Oh. Well...
3: Well, Marconius has specified that he's, in his context that he's talking about, they usually have a lot of options and openness for a CRPG. Kind of like an open world concept with that. Then it's like, is Skyrim CRPG?
2: I don't, but I think you're onto something with like the isometric viewpoint. Like I know what it, the games look like. I just don't, you know, know what exactly, I couldn't describe you description of what a CRPG, but if I saw one, I'd be like, yeah, you know, like Divinity: Original Sin 2, I feel like that is a CRPG, probably.
3: It's a classic one. Yeah, Baldur's Gate three would be another CRPG. Yeah, yeah. like it's, yeah, but that's uh, they they are isometric RPGs as well. So it's yeah, it's a I don't know, it's a it's a fine line. It's an interesting thing.
0: All right. Well, one more question here. Anyone from DLG Discord in London, England, impromptu DLG hangout? in london on may 7th i've got a free evening and platform seems cool Uh, that's also from warconius yeah and if you follow that link there platform appears to be kind of like a barcade i guess but a little different doesn't just have the arcade cabinets uh you rent like a booth and you sit down and you get what is it like an hour or two to uh play games So So kind of going back
3: to the cafe, like the gaming Mm -hmm. cafe, but a modernized one. That would be interesting if they started adding those, you know, because the bringing back arcades themselves are big and booming now with beer and like cider arcades and things like that. They're everywhere. I wonder if they are going to bring back uh, gaming cafes to a certain extent.
2: Oh, yeah. This one has like actual gaming people. Hmm. Interesting. interesting. That would be neat because, yeah, I've been to quite a few arcades, but. never really went to an arcade so the nostalgia doesn't doesn't really hit me. Yeah for most about what I've seen there like no one is really taking it too seriously, you know, they're just like drinking and playing some ping pong.
0: Yeah, it's just like something fun to do. It's not really like like you don't go there because you want a game. You go there because you want to drink and then it's like the gaming is just kind of a little distraction, I suppose. But it um you know you go to those barcades and like the uh they sh- the cabinets are always busted beyond belief and it's just that it, you know you you have to like buy ten dollars worth of quarters and then you just like walk around clanking these corner quarter- quarters <laughs> like you're not gonna spend all that like probably it. Hey,
2: um <laughs> oh, we do have uh quite a few listeners from the, from the uk i'm not sure any in london but bobby you remember that podcast you went on a while ago or I, at least i think went on, the uh, PC Gamer UK uh, po- podcast. What? UK PC Gamer podcast. One of our listeners asked, oh, the, it was like three. The Gamers
0: podcast?
2: Uh, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong thing. But yeah. uh, in our community and their community, the PC Gamer UK podcast, there's a bunch of overlap. Mm, um, okay. I joined their Discord just to like check it out. And uh, quite a few of our patrons are also patrons for them. So if you're listening to this, You can meet one of our listeners, Warconius, and uh, he gives really good back massages. He loves hearing about uh, poetry from the 18th century, and uh, he loves his beard touched. Dip your hand in some olive oil and then just stroke it. That's what he really likes. You meet him. Those are my tips to you.
3: Yikes, uh, because that nice. was super enticing of a sell, I'm sure. <laughs> so you can always DM him through Discord, which is Warconius Warconius Shun. He might still be going off of off of Discord. And if you haven't joined Discord yet, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. You need to do it. <laughs> it's on uh yeah, once again, our website, DLGaming.net. The link. All right. Well I think
0: that's a show. What's everybody playing next week? Besides uh, Project
1: more squad uh i'm also gonna try to check out um chivalry 2 i heard that got an update so check it Hmm. out okay i'm
3: gonna try and play some i'm gonna try and get some star citizen to work to play it a little bit more and probably more a uh, treasure zanadia and uh wanderer i've been playing a little bit more of wanderer but i didn't get much further i basically found a hook attached it to a fishing pole caught a frog licked it and tripped balls and like that was it <laughs> so i'm serious like nice. rainbows grew out of the frog and like grass grew so i was like well, oh, that's kind of cool but that i did not you know it was like five minutes so i didn't think it was worth talking about but i want to keep playing more of the wanderer on vr
0: all right um songs of conquest i think is coming out may 5th oh yeah
2: that's hype dude
0: yeah that's looking pretty good so i don't know maybe i'll check that out but i i really do want to play some sea of thieves and i know i say that every week and i realized um that i've i don't know how long it's been like this but i have been on invisible on steam so people can't see what i'm playing um or when i'm playing so i will have to fix that Uh, But I'll also I'll just have to post something too. I just really got to put the effort out and try to uh, get something going. Um, So yeah, some Sea of Thieves, maybe some back for blood and probably something new. It is kind of weird with Sea of Thieves right now because they've got this whole tie in with Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, like front and center. So there's Johnny Depp's likeness like all over this game which is just kind of weird considering everything that's going on now with the trial I which I have not been following I've been like actively avoiding
2: it dude it's so weird in your country that you can like you can have like this media circ like cameras are allowed in the courtroom. And it makes it like this media circus before a verdict has been read, right? It's, yeah, it's these really... high-profile
0: cases. Yeah, it's like it's like a soap opera or something, man, or like a you know, like an HBO like dramatic series. It's just ridiculous.
3: Yeah, yeah. nothing it's says all I see uh, on YouTube. Yeah, nothing says liberty and fairness like turning it into a reality TV show. So. Exactly.
2: It's so weird. Everyone's talking about. it. I hear it on the radio. I'm like, man, you can't. You shouldn't be able to. You know, after the court is settled, that's the time to like go through everything and make fun of it, talk about it. But while it's going on, it's so weird.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's crazy.
3: Ooh, they don't care. Just be sure to hit like and subscribe. That's all it is.
2: Yep. Uh, I'll be playing uh, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp on YouTube next week. I'll be catching up on all the things. So. Jesus. I'll be
0: playing. It is gossip. All right. Well, that's a wrap. Nobody knows how to end the show without Emilio here.
3: Nope. Uh, So, you know, fumbling titties, I guess.
2: Fumbling titties. Also, I don't have an outro,
0: so (laughs) 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 that's happening. All right. So I guess we'll just cut it right here. No outro music. Cut it. Click.